for the bin. Where did you dig up that old fossil? We'll get to Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. That's not a moment. We're all fine here now, thank you. How are you? Welcome to the Star Wars Nerds Podcast. I'm Dan Vandebonker. And I'm Kenton Larson. And I have a confession to make. Uh-huh. I've not, still not seen uh, The Rise of Skywalker for <laughs> a second time. Th- for a third time. Oh! I've seen it twice, but it was, it's was it been a long time. I saw it twice in the first weekend, and I promised I would see it a third time and mm-hmm. go in there with a more critical eye, and I have not had a chance to do that. I'm kind of afraid to go. I, I, mm. I really did enjoy the movie the first two times I watched it. I did, like... You know, I, I it was before I kind of read all the stuff online, and mm-hmm. we're going to talk a little bit more about the hard. You're going to ask me the tough questions uh, today in the episode. So I, well, I've condensed a little. I could cheated a little. Okay. I condensed. I had a list of probably fifty questions, and I I was like, oh, and then I was I, fifty questions. Oh yeah, yeah. But I was just crushing <laughs> them down into ten, and one of them is like a question with some sub questions, but it's all essential. Right. It's essentially the same topic. So there's there's ten questions with maybe a few follow ups, and to me they're the big things that one might have expected and there's even some other big ones that didn't make my 10 list Uh but they're the 10 big things that i think when i think back to the film and i think what needs more of an explanation what doesn't make any sense (laughs) what 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 happened i've only seen it once yeah so i'm still i i've probably thought about it more per per viewing than I've ever thought of another Star Wars movie. Well, I again, I, I want to go back. I do want to kind of see it with more of a critical eye. But, yeah, yeah. But I did, again, I truly did enjoy it the first couple times I saw it. Uh, we went to, we did go to the movies, but my my uh, youngest who did see it with me the first, like the second time I saw it, uh, Luke came with me to see it that time. The other two didn't. And this time, the other two wanted to see it. Luke didn't want to see it again. He did oh. not want to do repeated viewing. So we saw Jumanji 2, as I discussed in the yeah. previous episode of Media Nerds. Um, so, okay. So before we get into that, of course, I've got some Star Wars clickbait. Oh, Jabba. What? Ow. What are you talking about? Huh? What? Goodness gracious me. And I'll, I'll let you decide which of these. These are multiple headlines th- for the same story. And I think you, I got pulled into one. You, te- you yeah. tell me which one of these is more All clickbaity. Right. Uh, first headline, Colin Trevorrow has reportedly leaked Star oh. Wars script as a huge contrast to Rise of Skywalker. Could that actually be true? Well, here's another one. Oh, there's a bunch I read of that, here. by the way. I read okay. it, and I, and I thought it could be true. Star Wars 9, new leaked script reveals film would have been wildly different to the Rise of Skywalker. Star Wars leak reveals Colin Trevorrow's original plot and title for Rise of Skywalker. I think that one is like the best, like no, most non-clickbaity. And, and it was Duel of the Fates, apparently. That was going to be the name of the, yeah. uh, oh, an old Rise of Skywalker script shows many big differences. There's a clickbait article for you. There's a clickbait headline. That's from Nerdist. Uh, yeah. So this is the story. Yeah. So they've, I, got, I mean, we don't know if it's real or not. It's, it's on st- Reddit. So, so someone leaked the script. Um, and it was, would have been a completely different story. It would have been a uh, different name. Uh, they would have had, what are the, some of the things? They would have had Ray continue to be nobody, mm-hmm. right? There was not going to be any connection there. But the big reveal would have been that Kylo Ren killed her parents, which I think would have been a pretty good yeah, that's reveal, a good reveal, right? That's a good kind of mind-blowing thing. Um, and then the, the plot would have uh, uh, kind of centered around them trying to steal a death, or sorry, um, Star Destroyer. Or something? I don't know. I didn't read all of the uh, details yeah, here. Yeah, that, w- that was a Finn and Poe side story. Yeah. Um, Although, I, what I thought when I read those sort of plot points was um, they're vague enough that this could be true or fake. 
Right, exactly. You it know what been, I mean? It like, could have been someone who just came up yeah. with, here. here's what I would yeah. have done, right? Anybody right. could come up with this. So I don't know how much credence we should lend this. I don't know. Calling if this a is... duel of the fate sounds like it could have happened. I mean, I actually <sighs> think. Well, I that's actually... the name of a song, you know? Like, I don't know. That's going to make us think of Anakin. I actually thought that the the better title for the last movie was The Final Order. Ah, yes. Which is, he gives the final order. It is the final of the, tr- of the well, we're told, of the Skywalker's. Sega, uh, that could have easily been the title. I, and I, it pisses me off just a little. Remember when I said to you, the you don't call it the Rise of Skywalker and Unless. not and not have Luke Skywalker alive Rise. at the end. Yeah, and yet they did. Yeah, and uh, which I, I don't know. I don't think I agree on. And the equivalent would be search for Sp- Spock, and the ending is we didn't find him. <laughs> Right? Was, right yeah. yeah, yeah. So I so they found spot. Spoiler alert! They I find don't him. think the rise of Skywalker is the best title for what the movie actually shows us, and particularly then it really puts too much emphasis on the final scene of the movie. I think. Yeah, and it's a, but it's also like a misleading yeah. title. It's it's a, kind of something that's meant to send people down the wrong path as far as speculation yeah. is concerned and keep maybe to keep people surprised or something. I don't know what the ultimate goal of that is. But yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. It does not um, It does not really uh, describe what the movie is, right? Just it, it, You take well, out that final scene of this, the title yeah. does not make sense. No. You, you could take out that final scene and have it still be a movie. Like it still right. would be a complete movie. You don't need that final scene in yeah. it. So, But I think I think the, the, me, the double meaning would have made that title more valid being uh, what she does at the end, and also Luke coming back in some way. Yeah. Not just being a forest ghost, but, I mean, rising. Okay, Qui-Gon was the first one who discovered there's life after death, according to Yoda, uh, in that one scene. Maybe Luke is the first Jedi who can return to... So does that mean that we never see anything previous to any of this timeline, uh, Old Republic and all that stuff, there's no force ghosts at all? Is that well, they hold? Do they hold to that? One of the questions I cut from my question <laughs> was why those forest ghosts, or why did she hear those voices? Was there no other voice that somehow managed to figure out the trick? No, I think that we want that, that was pure fan service. We wanted to hear the familiar voices in there. Like when I started Sam Jackson, I was like, "Oh, it's Mace Windu. That's yeah. awesome." So I think. Yeah, but that I thought was, we were going to see them. So well, it was that would have been better. Awesome. That would have yeah. been better. Yeah, for sure. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I, I just, you know, whether or not this is a legitimate script or not, the fact is they didn't make the movie. They fired Colin Trevorrow. Why they fired him, I don't know. Um, he was not doing very well at the time. I remember his other Book of Henry movie had just come out, and that did not uh, do very and that well. that Jurassic Park, he did as a piece well, of garbage. Yeah, but it was financially successful. Yeah, I don't think they're judging it based on that because that movie did well. Uh, financial. Yeah, I know it sucked. I know it sucked. What I hate a that movie. piece of garbage. But I don't, movie. I don't think that's how they judge this, these things in Hollywood. Do you think it's real? I do. I don't. No, I don't think it's a real script. I don't think it. Yeah. I don't think it matters if it does or not. But at the same time, basically, what they're saying is that uh, fans aren't happy with the, this movie. Many fans are not happy with this movie. Here's a better version of it, and you mm. see that all the time. Like I saw an article that uh, someone had fixed uh, Robert De Niro's face in The Irishman uh, to look better, to look younger, to look like more yeah. like Robert De Niro did when he was young, and they did it with Photoshop or something really simple. So <laughs> you know, people are always out to prove that Hollywood doesn't know what it's doing in a right. lot of cases. So I think that's just another example of this. And I guess the Oscar nominations are another example. Uh, <laughs> well, I guess okay. that's another chat. I, should, another I should. Well, we should. The, the Oscar oh. nominations did come up this week. What was uh, Star Rise? Wars? Star Wars got nominated. Best score. Uh, I think it's uh, John Williams for sure. Yeah. 
And I think sound editing. Okay, it usually gets for stuff Wait like a that. I heard that it got two, but were the, was it also not special effects? Because oh. I would give it three. I don't know. It got more than Avengers Endgame. That's all I know. <laughs> Which is kind of funny, actually. It is, considering yeah. how many special effects are in there. I think I read it got two, but I, maybe maybe they're talking about the movie got two and Williams got one. Is that Well, the, the they, Williams one would still count. Yeah, sure it would. And I bought that soundtrack, by the way. I've got all. Of, I've got every Star Wars soundtrack. Mm. Sound see. mixing, music, original mm. score, sound editing. No, is this three? Uh, um, original score, sound editing, and visual effects. So it did all get, right, it, so it, it is a three. three. So there you go. I'm sure. I think it's a lock for the score. I don't think you can not. This is John oh. Williams' final thing. You cannot not give him the Oscar for that. And uh, and yeah, we'll see what the other. He two points are. out in the soundtrack. Uh, in the liner notes to the soundtrack to The Rise of Skywalker, John Williams says he is the only composer. He goes, like, it's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for a composer for over 40 years of his life to write uh, to write scores. And he said the way he looks at it is it's all part of one big thing. So every one of the soundtracks is part of one massive idea wow. kind of thing. And Interesting. So, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. And uh, so it's, it's cool. And I've been playing the soundtrack. And as usual, it never – a John Williams soundtrack never disappoints. No, it's very good. Yeah, that's yeah. like one of the strong. Again, similar to the Phantom Menace, uh, yeah. not a great Star Wars movie, but the score oh, is amazing. It really is. Yeah. And actually, some of those, and actually, uh, Attack of the Clones. They're all they're all the, good. The love yeah. the love theme from Attack of the Clones, and uh, like there's some amazing stuff. My my still my favorite underrated Star Wars song from a John Williams soundtrack is the Cloud City theme. Right. With uh, Lando walking. Dun, 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 well, we were dun, gonna try dun, to. Stay out of the reach dun, of the dun, uh, dun, the empire, you know. We got yeah. a small business, but I've just made a deal yeah. that's going to ensure the empire is out of here forever. Have, won't you have a seat? No. <laughs> I don't, what please, does he say? Please, I don't know what he says. Please, won't you, won't you join us for dinner? And then <laughs> Boba Fett steps out. <laughs> that's it. That's the scene. All right. And that's when Princess Leia goes, "We're having a dinner, and we're the main course." Dun dun dun. <laughs> No, not actually. Our operation is small enough not to be noticed, which is advantageous for everybody since uh, our customers are anxious to avoid attracting attention to themselves. Aren't you afraid the Empire is going to find out about this little operation? Shut you down? It's always been a danger, but it looms like a shadow over everything we've built here. But things have developed that'll ensure security. Mm. I've just made a deal that'll keep the Empire out of here forever. Okay, let's talk about the the rise of Skywalker. Yeah. You have some tough questions. Yeah, are these questions for JJ? Are these for the filmmakers? Or are these just general out in the ether kind of questions? Well, what I did was, as I say, I've been keeping an ongoing list. Is it ten? Let me just make sure it's ten. One, <laughs> four, five, uh, six, seven, eight, nine. 10, and one of these has many sub-questions because right. I can't get my friggin' head around something <laughs> around something that needs to be explained. So these are things that just crossed my mind. Yesterday, I went through the list of 50, and I cut them down to these. These are This is the stuff that I'd most like answered. 
So the, here's question number one. In no, in no particular order. And, and, and you're going to try to answer them. Tomorrow. Well, I'm going to try and reason. Yeah. I'm, I'm coming at this from the filmmaker's perspective, so maybe I can think of the reason why they did these things. All right. Question number one. What made The Force awaken in episode seven, now that we've seen all three? I, I, I think what they mean it to be is Ray. There's been an awakening. Have you felt it? That's the line. That's what Snoke says to Kylo Ren. And I think that's meant to be Ray using the Force is what they're trying to do. Or is it Palpatine? That's when Palpatine came back to life. Well, you could retro. You could. Uh, oh, no, but there's already Snoke. And, and yeah, exactly. And Palpatine, so no, no, Palpatine was already alive at that point. Yeah. Or was still alive or whatever he did. I just think if we have a movie called The Force Awakens, some at some point, <laughs> the Force needs to tell us, needs to issue a statement to I'm tell waking. us what woke it up. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's it reminds me. We're going to talk a little bit about yeah. the uh, Fallen Order video game probably yeah. this episode, and we'll get into it more once I've played more of the game. But the premise of that game, it takes place after the Revenge of the Sith, five years after Revenge of the Sith, and there are still Jedi, or the main character is like a former Padawan who, who is being trained, still a kid when Order 66 came along. Yeah. So he's, he's a ginger. He's, a, he's very, <laughs> yeah, very, very nice-looking guy. Um, but he, um, but he uses the force during a workplace accident, and um, and then within minutes the bad guys are there looking, so they can feel it, right? They can feel it when somebody is using the force. So that's what they're talking about when they say the force awakens. They talk about Ray using the force to what did she use the force to do? To uh, fly the fly the Millennium Falcon? What did she do? Like what? When did she use the force on Jakku? I don't know if we saw that. Did we? Yeah, I don't think there's a specific no. thing. It's not even as clear-cut. In the video game, there's a very specific, like, you're using the Force here, and they tell you, and then the bad guys come looking for you. But anyway, yeah. Okay, then then that also, uh, if if Snoke says to Kylo, there's been an awakening, have you felt it? Uh, is he just, is that just, uh, like, Snoke is a clone, we now know. So Snoke knows, or Palpatine knows what the awakening has been? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't it's know. A, to me, that's a real tough one, and yep. I and I would love an answer. I think, it's, I think it's clear they weren't. They yeah. didn't have that planned out. <laughs> I think no. that's going to be the answer to a lot of these questions. Yeah. They didn't have it planned out. So number two, and this is a big one for lots of people. How did Palpatine come back to life? Give us the specifics. Well, okay, here's the thing. And a number there's a number of theories out there. There are people are talking about the cloning theory, saying he had a bunch of bodies cloned for himself. They could just transfer his consciousness into. I don't buy that one because why wouldn't he just do that instead of the whole bit where he's going to go into Ray, that whole thing, right? So yeah. that I don't think that's it. Um, he falls. So we see him fall down the shaft. Now mm. we see um, an ex- what looks like an explosion, but it's kind of like just electricity that goes up the shaft as... So we assume that's him exploding. We don't see that. So say he falls. It is like a puff of smoke. Like almost. here's the thing: Luke fell down a very similar shaft yeah. in Empire Strikes Back, and he's alive. <laughs> yeah. Right. So maybe the same thing. But we saw maybe him. Maybe Palpatine was yeah. like clinging to a thing in the, underneath the Death Star in the vacuum of space. Well, uh, but, you just pointed out something very interesting. What if in uh, Empire Strikes Back we just saw Luke go down the shaft? We would assume he died. And and then then the next, Return of the Jedi comes and he's like, "Yep, we're gonna go after Han and we're yeah. gonna help him." There's no explanation of what. Well, happened. that's that's exactly what they've done yeah. here. That's exactly what they've done. So I so we have to assume that he didn't die 
um, he didn't die in, in that scene as we assumed he did. He managed to get out of there and, you know, took off to his planet to uh, meet up with his uh, his followers. Okay, so, and I think, once again, that that part pisses me off, but I, I don't consider that to be a fault of the movie Star Wars. Yeah. But of a, of a filmmaking decision... Uh, of a filmmaker named J.J. Abrams who well, didn't he, show. But here's the thing. They say, yeah. I've read a number of pieces yeah. that say they explain what happens in one of the books. There's a lead-up book. Yeah. Uh, there they explain what happened with Palpatine, which is fine from a canon perspective, but it doesn't help that no. the, most of the people who saw this movie are not going to read those books. So no. that's not that's not a real solution. And it's also, there's a difference between we're laying out a, a story and now we're retconning you, now, you, now we're yeah. going back and retconning something that isn't explained. You can't um, explain, like, you can't assume every single person is going to read every single piece mm-hmm. of Star Wars media out there. Right. You have to assume. It's like all those people who thought Darth Maul was still dead right. after seeing him in Solo. Like, you just have to assume most people see the movies. That's it. That's right. So they, they did not, I don't, again, I think that was just like a, oh, we'll stick it in a book. Um, that's probably the thinking of it, but that's not, that's not good enough for us. Yeah. I I agree with that. Yeah. All right. Uh, question three. This is a big one. Can you force kiss anyone back from the dead? Well, I don't know if it's, if it's back from the dead or if it's, she's on the, was she dead? She was dead. She's full on dead. Hey? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anybody? Or only the forced uh, only dyad. <laughs> yeah, I mean that that could be only because they had that connection that they had. So that that's very that seems to me what they're going for there. This whole force kissing people back to life again. This is a very big power they're introducing here. And I know I know Chris Schiffen made a good point where he said you know there's no specific number of limited powers you have when you use the force, but uh, this is a very big thing that that we've never seen before. And it seems like there, there have been opportunities for us to to see it. You know? Right. It could have happened prior. Yeah. To, I mean, uh, in theory, Ray could have force-kissed Han Solo back to life. No, well, he, he fell off the edge of the thing, though. He, yeah, but he landed on the – so what? So his lifeless corpse? I don't know that it works that way. Okay. Let's assume that it's not about – whether or not you die, like, hey, you can heal wounds with the force. We've seen that, right? Right. So she, but she, <laughs> she heals Kylo Ren before he actually dies. She just right. heals his wound, um, and he brings her back to life after she dies. But she dies from like expenditure of the force. That's mm-hmm. why she dies. Same reason why Luke died. My question is, and this may be one of your questions: Why does Luke disappear? Why does Leia disappear finally after her body sits there under cover for half the movie? And why doesn't Ray fade away when she dies? Oh, that's a great question. I like, don't have that on that, my list. That's that's like because everybody else, when you die, you fade, right? And, and it depends on how you die. Like Obi Wan got hit by a lightsaber, so Obi Wan mm-hmm. collapses. His his cloak collapses. Yoda faded away. Um, a lot of people like fade away uh. when they die, right? Because they become one with the Force. So why didn't it happen to Ray? And, and and why did Leia take so long to do? Why did Leia take so long to become one of the force? Those are my questions. That's a great, I don't have any answers questions. to that. But anyway, go on. Uh, okay, here's a little one, but it drives me insane. Why did Kylo Ren bother fixing his helmet? I don't know. Yeah, he just took it off and then kept it off for the rest of the movie to sell toys. For this reason, now that I am have- holding up my bobblehead <laughs> with the new Kylo Ren with the uh, weld marks in it. Now that I fixed my helmet, I will put it 
over here on my collectibles shelf. <laughs> so, yeah, that had yeah. to be right. Well, he yeah. had to, uh, and he saw like that. That's right next to his Darth Vader helmet, his melted Darth Vader helmet. Uh, genuine, uh, uh, genuine item. Um, but yeah, I don't think that uh, it, it did seem like kind of a waste. I mean, maybe there were more scenes that he had it on for, and they cut them. I don't know. Okay, my it's tough. My next uh, group. I do like that scene. I still I like that scene when he puts the helmet together and the monkey guy. Oh, yeah. That's a great scene. I love it. Yeah, I like it too. But it's, but the more you think about it, the less. It's like Spider-Man knitting his whole entire costume and then you don't see it for the rest of the movie. Aunt May, so thanks for sewing me this costume, Aunt May. And then it's like he never wears yeah, it. She's yeah. like, Peter, you've never worn that thing I sewed you. <laughs> like you'd think the monkey would go, hey, what hey, happened? What's going on, man? I thought this was a pretty pretty good job. Hey, I'm a craftsman. Why don't you wear the helmet I, made, <laughs> I did for you? All right. Uh, okay, so here's the group of questions that all fall into the same subject. It's We'll call this one question, though. Um, why did the emperor make Snoke and then announce he was back anyway? <laughs> I think Snoke, that's a Snoke died. Snoke was killed. <laughs> that's why. So then he okay. Now that you've killed my avatar, I'm going to tell you I've returned. Um, though I've been in hiding for all these movies. Yeah. All right. Um, how did Clone Snoke work his way up to Supreme Leader? Leader. Uh, yeah. Uh, who was Snoke a clone of? And. How many Snokes are we talking about here? How many Snokes does it take to change a light bulb? So, uh, so by the way, Steel's, this is Steel Saunders' cue to give us some more your, Sno- your Snoke theories. Oh, Still it, it, it lives on. It lives on. Still yeah, sucks, yeah. stickers. Let's more do it. shitty Snoke theories. Uh, well, like I said, I imagine that initially Snoke was meant to be the main villain of the trilogy. Yeah. That, I think that was JJ's original vision, and then Ryan Johnson threw a wrench into that. Um, my question is, why would they let Ryan Johnson do that if they had plans? Like they should have had yeah. a, you should have been able to rein him in on that. Although I like that Snoke dies. I like that was a yeah. twist that I didn't see coming. So he was meant to be the original villain, and he built the First Order. The First Order was built out of the remnants of the Empire, right? So we mm-hmm. get to see, we see the begin beginnings of it in in uh, um, the Mandalorian, where we see all these little Empire uh, Imperial. I think that we're going to see more of that as we mm-hmm. go along in the Mandalorian. Um, but why they didn't just call themselves the Empire again, I don't know. I don't know why they felt they needed a rebrand because uh, they all very much look like yeah. the Empire. It all looks very oh. much like the Empire. Why build Starkiller Base, for God's sake? Yeah, that's another thing. Like, I don't, yeah, that made... whole thing was like. Okay, that's not one of my questions, no, but, but that's it could another be. question, right? Uh, but yeah, did why... they make a joke about that in the movie, though? I feel like they made they? a joke about it. I don't remember. I have to, again, I have to see it again. Yeah, I, I need to see it again. Uh, but, um, but yeah, I, so I think that Snoke was the. Uh, after the Empire, quote unquote, Emperor died, quote unquote, died, Snow kind of showed up as a, I, th- I don't know this because I think it's in the Aftermath books, but I think he was like some sort of a admiral or somebody, uh, kind of like Thrawn, kind of off off in the no- middle of nowhere until he died, until the, admiral, uh, until the Emperor died and then he came forward to take control. And I think that what we see is that there's all these factions of former Imperial uh, commanders mm-hmm. with their troops and like, like, uh, Gus Fring in, in The Mandalorian, who have like a huge amount of people around them, they command them, but they're fighting for dominance. And then I think Snoke is just the person who won out in that scenario. Well, and he must have uh, he must have been like employee of the week to work his way up. Like the clone Snoke yeah. shows up. Well, I, I'm just he wondering why, more why did he feel he needed so many <laughs> hamburgers? He sells more hamburgers than anybody. <laughs> I wonder why they felt they need to have clone Snokes. Like, did they keep dying? What happened yeah, there? Exactly. Why were there more than one? Or did it take him a couple tries to get it just right? Those are just leftover Snokes. They didn't. They weren't good enough. Yeah. Was there and why? I guess 
the cloning technology is bad, and that accounts for all the scarring and holes. No, in his no, no. Head I think those face. are like the well. Was he? What, were the clones scarred as well? I don't remember. No, okay. I don't know. We'll have to see. I don't, no, they. Well, they. Oh, the the clone Snoke's in the bottom. Yeah, in the, the tank. Yeah. Shit, I don't know. Okay, yeah, we have to that. look at that. We'll look yeah. to which because we because the up. emperor had brand new smooth baby skin. <laughs> so I don't know. All right. Uh, All right. <laughs> um, okay. The next one. There's one, two, three, four left. All right. Um, did Chewie ever have any kind of relationship with Ben Solo? I, I would like to think so. Uh, did we see any indication of that in Nothing. the movie? Nothing. No. Yeah. I think that that was a missed opportunity. That's yeah. similar to the the not hugging Leia thing. Right. Um, that's a missed opportunity because there's been all kinds of cartoons and memes and things on the internet where they show like Chewie. You have to imagine he's, he's Han's best friend. He's Uncle Chewie to, to Ben Solo, right? Right. So they're growing up, they're friends. And then all of a sudden, this one uh, that I saw ends with, of course, with Kylo Ren killing Han Solo. And then Chewie is like heartbroken. Um, so you'd, you'd have to, they should have, if they if it's not like shown in the movie, it's a missed opportunity because they should have. Especially when he goes back to being Ben Kenobi, which we'll talk about, or Ben Solo, sorry, yeah, we'll talk about later. So yeah, no, I think they should have a relationship, but they they don't show it in the movie at all. All right, sorry, now there's four more. Okay. Pardon me, I miscounted That's before. Okay. Did Ray move? Does Ray now live on Tatooine? I don't think so. I don't think that that's where she was going with that. I think she wanted to for somehow. Okay, here's, she somehow wanted to bring their lightsabers back to where Luke grew up, like both Leia and Luke's lightsabers back to where Luke grew up. Leia never set a foot on that property. She never was there. Uh, this is just the old house where, where Luke grew up. She buried their lightsabers there and then built her own, and I don't think she stays. I think she goes off to be with the uh, with the, whatever they call the new government now, the new, new, new republic, the brand new, the super, <laughs> the uber new republic. New formula. Yeah. All right. Uh uh, what the fuck is with the Knights of Ren? Nothing. That was a big disappointment. I think that uh, they didn't. Sh- they looked badass. We were very excited. Those sweeping shots of them when they get to that planet and they're like over looking over the cliff. There's like these just amazing kind of like yeah. it's like a Michael it's Bay. It's like a Darth Maul moment. Yeah, yeah. but it's like very much like a Michael Bay kind of sweeping visual shots. And then they have the one fight scene. I know I like that fight scene mm. with with Kylo Ren. I have to say that every moment we have with Ben Solo in this film, like with when after he realizes and goes back and he's been, like from when he says ouch when he falls on the thing to just like his expressions. Adam Driver is amazing, amazing at playing that character. Yeah. I love every minute with Ben Me Solo, too. including that fight scene with the Knights of Ren. But they didn't really do much other than that. They walked menacingly through the uh, <laughs> through the ship. They have uh, their ship has like a really bad um, exhaust pipe. Like their their uh, whatever it is does not work because it spews smoke out into the. I can almost space. not remember it. Like they have a they have a, a, a weird looking ship that spews smoke out the back. It's like it's really got it's bad, gas. bad, uh, you know, what do they call that part of the exhaust? Exhausted. It's exhaust or whatever. Oh, yeah. So anyway, that's got. Yeah, it's an issue. But yeah, other than looking badass and offering them more opportunity for toys, that's that's pretty much all they do. All right. Um, so we learn that stormtroopers are kidnapped babies. Yeah. Chil- children. Right. Say children. But we're very comfortable killing them in big mass numbers and making fun of their inability to shoot. Yeah. Should that we not have more compassion for the kidnapped stormtroopers? Yeah, I think so. Although. Couldn't this have been an opportunity too, where the stormtroopers turn? Rise up. See, I, I, until we had the Force Awakens, it never occurred to me to think of the stormtroopers other than. Mm-hmm. Anything other than cannon fodder, like that's all they right. were, and we were happily happy to make fun of the way their horrible shooting skills, because it was true back in the original films. 
but as soon as we had Finn, we gotta we gotta look at oh sometimes their mental conditioning doesn't work properly and they break out of it. And I think that's what Finn was like the exception to the rule. Most of them are like brainwashed to be stormtroopers, even though they can have regular conversations. So they're, they're not like robots. That could have been a cool plot. That could have been a cool story arc for Finn. That I can I somehow broke out of this brainwashing, and I th- I believe that I can make others it's, do it's it It's weird too. because we we see in the original trilogy, Luke wants to go to the Academy. Mm-hmm. He's talking about the Imperial Academy. He's talking about becoming yeah. a TIE fighter pilot. That's where Biggs goes, and yeah. Biggs leaves to go to the Rebellion, but that's where they catch they get Wedge out of there right. as well. But these guys aren't brainwashed. They're just regular guys going to school. Right. right? They're just in, in post-secondary education. So when do they I guess it's a first order thing the brainwashing thing like right. the other stormtroopers were not brainwashed right. they were just regular guys so in a way that's worse right just killing the regular guys or is it no is it because you're well, saying they don't have a choice in the matter they, well the, if you're kidnapped you don't have a choice as a in the baby matter. and brainwashed then uh, yeah you don't have a choice and so I actually think that that could have given Finn a good story arc possibly and, yeah and, maybe he's trying to free some of his buddies he, or yeah, something right and, and, and actually in episode 2 uh, or the episode 8 uh, I suggested before that maybe the thing, the, the reason to get Finn off the ship is because he's the one being tracked because he's the former stormtrooper. Right, he's got some that could have been his, cool. Yeah, that would have been cool. Like yeah. the sort of ongoing his relationship or non-relationship with the place he escaped from. So I think I think we might have missed something. Yep. My final question for now. For now, are, <laughs> are the Jedi and Sith no more? Uh. Well, I would I would say yes until we got the Emperor back, and then he's he's a full on Sith. Um, I do like the idea. One of the ideas presented in this film is that all the Sith live in Palpatine, and all the Jedi live in Rey. Um, I like that, you know, because he he is the only one left. He is the last Sith, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, now I don't know. We don't really ever get any other other guess other than Darth Maul and Darth Vader. We don't ever get any other Sith in this timeline, right? And mm-hmm. this, I mean, there's tons of stuff going back, Darth Plagueis and all that other stuff, but that's not canon. So um, I think it is done now that he is dead for sure, melted away, dead. Uh, and uh, I don't think Rey is going to be starting a new Jedi Order at all. She might be training people to use the Force, but it's not going to be called the Jedi. Mm-hmm. I do believe those two are done for good. That That's going to be it for that. Hmm. thing and i think that the ryan johnson films i do believe that um the whole point of the canto bite side trip was to introduce the uh, stable boy with his force powers Mm -hmm. and that's going to be the thrust of the ryan johnson trilogy although which is now maybe just a one foot one film oh is it okay i didn't know that but it's gonna i think it's gonna be ray training Mm -hmm. those i think we're gonna see it's gonna be all those characters it's gonna be ray finn poe uh, but it's going to be her training yeah. those new generation of Jedi. But it's not going to be called the Skywalker. some reason, it's not going to be called the Skywalker saga, even though she is a Skywalker. I just thought of something funny. What if Ryan Johnson's Star Wars movie is Knives Out? <laughs> that, that was the Star Wars movie. I, I haven't seen it yet. But no, I haven't excellent. either. Everyone loves it. Though. Yeah, I hear it's really good. Unlike another movie he made, which was more controversial, called The Last Jedi. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, those are good. Those are all good questions. There's more. There's so, I, I, I mean, you thought of one, and then Starkiller Base. We can, and, we I can mean, go on and on. Uh, there yeah. are a number of videos. I'm going to point people in the direction of the uh, video by a guy called The Nostalgia Nerd, uh, I believe is, is his name, on YouTube. And he put together a really cool kind of... Uh, it, the premise of it, it's a video that he makes with, and he does it with his friends, and they're all kind of very mm-hmm. low budget, green screen with with like cosplay kind of costumes, and basically they recreate scenes from the Rise of Skywalker. They must have got to work on it right away because it came out very very soon after that movie came yeah. out. 
And it's really good as far as the questions. A lot of the questions like, why are we doing this? And they have yeah. a guy playing JJ who's just trying to keep all the fans happy. <laughs> we have one group of fans who loves The Last Jedi, one group of fans who hates The Last Jedi. JJ's trying to make them all happy. It's a very good kind of look at why this is the way it is. And I don't think it's, you know, it doesn't all necessarily need to be true, but I think it's a good way to put it all into perspective. And this yeah. is what they were trying to do. They're trying to make people happy. They're trying to wrap it up. There was a lot of pressure on them to get this right. Overwhelmingly, people think they didn't get it right. Um, you know, and I, I, I do agree with that to some respect. There, there are definitely a lot of unanswered questions. In, in typical JJ fashion, I mean, Lost did the same thing, right? But right. I just, you know. The cohesion between the three movies was uh, less than what I'd hoped. Yeah, for sure. But uh, I still, I get, you know, I, I like each one of them as a standalone entity. I agree. I it's, do too. It's, it's the things that drive me nuts are the things that don't make sense from film to film. Yeah. And and say and actually I could say the same thing about the prequels that there's things that piss me off about the prequels only because they don't make sense in light of the of episodes 4, 5 and 6. Right. Where where you know George did all of them. It's like, yeah, George, did you notice how like Obi-Wan's age is a little questionable? <laughs> did you notice right. some of no, this yeah. stuff? Right. Yeah. There's all like, kinds of stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a, there's definitely some issues and like Le- Leia remembering her mother and blah 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 and all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, I think he, he George Lucas was so happy that he got he did it yeah. for the Luke I am your father moment, which is something he didn't originally want right. to do, and he got away with it and people loved it. So it's like, I'll just keep doing that. I'll just keep retcon I'll just change it as I go, right. and then and then they continue that throughout the the new trilogy where they just kind of I don't know I again I can't imagine what would have gone into there like they give Ryan Johnson I, I mean I don't mind what Ryan Johnson did but if they had a plan for Snoke or if they had a plan for the Emperor why would they not tease it earlier why even bother with Snoke if the Emperor is the big bad right, right? it could have been it could have been Kylo Ren and, and Hux together reporting to the emperor over a hologram we never see the emperor until the third film yeah and that would have been, i mean it would have been mind blowing to have the reveal of the emperor in in the last episode like remember when we you saw told me, yeah you said that yeah, yeah yeah when we saw luke at the end of force awakens we just like couldn't wait to see last jedi to see what luke would do and we could have done the same thing with the emperor uh at the end of last jedi yeah. and that would have been that would have got people insane like they just would have like They'd be chomping at the bit for that it's last It's very film. clear that they did not have that plan. Like, Ryan Johnson killed Snoke. Yeah. Didn't have anybody's permission to do it, but he did it. And then they had to scramble to find out, figure out what was going on. I don't yeah. know. I don't know why they would let him do that. It seems weird that they wouldn't have that planned out. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it is. Uh, the, you, you would want a more kind of cohesive entity going in. But, I mean, in the, back in the day, I remember George Lucas apparently edited uh, lots of Return of the Jedi in the original trilogy because uh, it wasn't coming together. Richard Markand apparently was kind of like, I give up. Like, what? I don't know. Yeah, I, like, no. I don't know what this is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that kind no, of thing. That film yeah. and the, even the first film was saved in the editing, editing yeah. room. Like, both those movies were. Yeah. And the only, like, real perfect one was, was Empire Strikes Back. But, yeah, that's that's very yeah. – and that's that's probably his his thinking going into the prequels was, like, I can fix this in post. I'm sure he, that he thought right. about a lot of that stuff going, I can just fix it in post. But, you know, sometimes that works. Sometimes it works and sometimes yeah. it doesn't. You just you, – you don't know. Yeah. I mean, the perfect example, that's Godfather, the Godfather trilogy, where part three clearly 
what Francis Ford Coppola did was shoot a lot of scenes from far away, people in shadow and stuff because he wasn't sure what the story was. And then they put the dialogue in later. Ah, you can see it. Okay. When you watch the film with that. I've only ever mind, seen that movie once. Yeah, and it's not anybody's favorite Godfather. It's got some good moments in it. Oh, sure. But when you watch that, I think it's the same thing happened to Francis Ford Coppola on that film where he's like, okay, man, this just is not gelling as a story. So I'm going to do my best. I'm going to like dub some dialogue in from far long shots so you don't have to reshoot them. Yeah. And when you watch it, it really sticks out like a sore thumb and it, like it's not a terrible movie by any stretch, but you can see sort of like okay, maybe we needed the story to be like a little tighter before we went to shoot. Yep. But sometimes you don't have that choice because the money's there now and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So okay. uh, yeah. All right. Well, let's we'll continue the conversation for as far as the uh, Rise of Skywalker goes. As we yeah. I will see it at some point. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna maybe set it aside for now because I'm trying to get all the Oscar movies in before Oscars come out. We'll talk about that on Media Nerds. Yeah, I'm uh, doing the same thing. In the meantime, I just watched Kylo Ren and Marriage Story. Oh, I did too. Yeah. yeah I, did you I, watch so, it? Yeah, I did. We both said we didn't feel like watching it, and we both watched. Oh, yeah, it. Yeah, we'll talk about that on yeah. Media Nerds. But I want to say uh, you did. You were nice enough to lend me the. You finished the game, the yeah. uh, Jedi. Fallen yeah. Order, uh, new new game came out a couple months ago for Xbox and all the other platforms, and uh, you you finish it. How long did it take you to finish it? Over oh, like weeks? it took me longer than I expected. Like I read online something somebody said seventeen hours or something, and I definitely it was way longer than that. It was probably double that. Yeah. I'd suggest. Well, <laughs> and over the course over the course of like I started over Christmas when I had more free time. And right into the first week of school, it's like two weeks of school when I could eke out an hour here, an hour there. So I'm, I'm guessing it took me 35 so hours. Based on that, it's going to take me a while. And I, I started I could, on the hardest difficulty and I ended <laughs> on not story mode, but one above that. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. interesting. This game has a story mode where yeah. it really doesn't, like it's really not asking yeah. you to play anything. You just have to follow along and get yeah. get the story. Um, but I've been playing it. I can I can get, maybe get an hour in a night uh, mm-hmm. around the kids and that kind of stuff. So I played it uh, last night. Uh, for those who played the game, you start off in the this kind of junkyard planet where you're part of this crew that's dismantling ships. I thought that was really cool. That whole yeah. scene was really cool. And that first it level is, is really, really cool. exciting. It is. It's a great uh, train chase. Those are the same oh. kind of trains we see in Solo, right? Yeah. Those got double-sided trains. Um, anyway, so that's a great level. And then you get to the second level where you have to go to this freaking Jedi Temple and oh. make your way through a ridiculous amount of caverns and and uh, cliffs and all kinds. It's horrible. And story mode doesn't save you from that no, either. No, it's gone. Because I awful. looked, I looked to see. Because I got to the point where I was like, "Will story mode just like fast forward me to where I need?" As like, no, no. It is hard. It, it's it's not. It's confusing is the problem. So when I but get it's there, hard. It's it's a hard level, and you're po- you don't have any powers yet. Yeah, but you, you can't you don't do have, anything. You don't have to kill the. Okay, so you've got a couple different yeah. kinds of monsters down there. Yeah. There's a giant one that's impossible to kill. Yeah. You don't have to kill it though. I didn't know that. I'm like, oh, yeah. I gotta kill this guy because I couldn't find anywhere else to go. And I thought, right. okay, it's, it's waiting for me to kill it. So I finally freaking kill it, and then didn't get me anything. So then, you, um, yeah, then you could just run by it. Yeah, it turns that, out that, and the you're point like, oh. of it is to run by it. So yeah, there, yeah. there's a, definitely an opportunity to, to yeah. go around it. Uh, but my frustration was, I finally get to the temple. And I'm okay. I'm like, okay, I'm ready to hit the temple. Now I'm going to get to move through the temple and go through all these levels of the temple and do all that. Nope, that's it. You get in there, watch a hologram, and that's it. You go back later. (laughs) Okay, well, guess what? Yeah, yeah, because I have to go to a different planet right now. That's right. So so then my big frustration is I get out of that temple. I'm like, okay, now I got to go back to the ship. Shit, do I have to go all the way back through the way I came? 
And uh, so I, I, I get out of there and I look at it. I see one of those giant monsters ahead of me. Mm-hmm. Okay, crap, I got to run. So I run off to the side and end up going back the way I came because oh. it lets me go back the way I yes, came. Yes, it does. And I got lost down there and I kept retracing. I was I spent at least an hour wandering around in yeah. there until I figured out how to get out. And the secret is you have to walk straight, get around that beast and keep yeah. going until you get to this like skeleton in the in the cliff or whatever. Yes. But that like it's like there's no obvious way. And I know it's a no. game and you want to be challenged yeah. by it, but they should at the very least block off where you, you have already been so you don't accidentally go well, back that way. Not just that, but how about like there's different force meditation points yes. where you can save the yeah. game. Fast travel from one of those to the other. Yeah. Like just doing that would would create far more fun in the game then nobody wants to just be trapped, and particularly at the beginning of when you start, because later on, like I went back to that map later on, it tells you, I, and you're like pushing bridges down, and you're, yeah. you're like you're doing all that stuff. You can't do it the first time you go there, and why torture you the, on the very first level of the game, essentially, or second level? The first one's like a tutorial. But for, yeah, first one's like a tutorial. Yeah. So, so I agree. It's hard. It is tough, and, and but the uh, story is fantastic. Yeah, the story is good and everything. I'm, yeah. I'm enjoying that part of it. Uh, but yeah, some of the game mechanics. I don't love that map. The map oh. makes no sense to me. It oh, it's show a me, bad map. It shows me. Doesn't yeah. show me where. I, it shows like multiple levels. Yes. Doesn't show me where I should go. No, nope. it, it's just not really well put together. So it's a. I mean, I'm having fun with it. I am looking forward to playing it tonight when I get home and I have that kind of in the back of my head. But I'm not like. I was so I was ready to turn it off. I'm like, Kate, I, I yeah. got to get back to the ship. I, so I looked it up. Even the tutorial could yeah. help me because I'd already gone so far off track. I didn't know where I was. You're right. So I had to kind of I had to make my way back to the beginning of the temple, back to that first part. And I'm like, oh, I'm back where I'm back where I started. Then I turned around. I saw the monster yeah. there. I'm like, well, maybe I could just run past him. So I did that, and that's when I found where I was supposed to go. But it was yeah. it was such a waste of time. Like I spent an hour, at least an hour last night doing that. Oh, it is. So, a, yeah. And later on, the game gets better as you go along because you get force powers and you get you get to learn stuff. You can customize that you your then, lightsaber and kind of stuff like that. It's but even cool that's that neither here nor there. I don't even care about that. Uh, it doesn't do anything. It doesn't okay. add to any of the no, gameplay. No, it's just a customization. It's the uh, skills that you add yeah. that actually make the that. So make, wait, yeah. can you give me some advice then that you can push your way to force um, lightsaber skills or just life skills? Which way should I go first? All of them are like there's some lightsaber skills like that are useless that are that are basically um, like really you're going to you're going to hold down X and Y at the same time three times like that kind oh, of stuff yeah. where you're just Mortal not you're never gonna, so what I tended to do was it's good to have force powers built up and it's good to have life extra as much life as you can possibly yeah. get. And once you do that, the game gets better. And then by the end of the game, I think I had all but one skill. I think I think, and then you do fill it all. And I was like, fine. I was like, fine. I don't need to get all the skills. I don't care. So uh, so basically. Just kind of running around, I ended up being able to upgrade to everything. No, this, this game I don't also, think it matters what order. This, and, and you get force pull and push and wall run and some of that stuff just through the course of the well, game. Well, that's what I got all that yeah. stuff from. I got the wall yeah. run from the. Uh, yeah, you get it from. A, I like little flashbacks. I like little yes. flashbacks when he's a kid. Yeah, the, all the story yeah. elements are really good. You got a you got a ship and a droid and all the you know familiar Star Wars tropes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's an interesting it's an interesting idea. Five years after Revenge of the Sith, it is canon. So whatever happens here will uh, play through. Maybe we'll get it referred to in other things. Probably not though. There, um, there is some great stuff in the storytelling. I have to say, it ends big. The the, the game ends big, and it ends at a point that's so big that. 
uh, when I went back to the maps to collect some of the stuff that I missed the first time, it kind of felt like, why am I doing this? Okay. It felt a little bit anticlimactic. Uh, I see. Okay. Well. I, there's nothing really to go back and collect that makes the game incredible or better. So, so there's a few issues, but I mean, once again, the story, like any Star Wars fan, I would recommend you play the game because the story is shockingly good. And there's lots of great stuff that happens in the game. It's just that first level, man. Oh, I'm glad what I'm a done tough it now. one. I'm done. I'm all, yeah. Now, should I go to Dathomir or go to the other place? Um, Dathomir, what's the other one? That I don't you, remember. Or is it Kashyyyk? No, it wasn't Kashyyyk yet. Okay. Uh, Some other planet I've never heard of. I kind of want to go to Dathomir because I like that. I like those guys. What's that's on where, Dathomir? That's where, again? I can't well, I'm that's getting where, it mixed up. That's where Darth Maul's race is from. Oh, so I don't know. Uh, oh, that's a yeah. You know, ah, uh, it's it's, it's they're, they're all the maps have a certain level of complexity to them. So I'm going to say that one does. But there's things you can do there. Do I, I end up going to both? Is that the you you, you got to go back anyway? Okay, so well, I'll do it all. And the um the other one, one of the most frustrating ones to get back to your ship. Is the one you start off and there's two hangars. You get off the <laughs> ship. Do you, do you know the one I'm talking no, about? No, no, no. Okay. I haven't been there yet. All I'm going to say is when you get there's a platform and there's a hangar on the left and there's a hangar on the right. And it's all fun and games until you enter the town. And then you realize, I'm never coming back from this town. I got to press forward. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to say that one will cause so, you. So you say, remember where you parked, is what you're saying. You can't, well, it doesn't matter if you remember because you are not getting back there the easy way. You're getting back there the hard way. Oh, no. So, All right. But it's good. A good game that could be better. All right, there we go. Yep. That's uh, that's uh, Jedi Fallen Order. And that's going to do it for this episode of the Star Wars Nerds. I'm Dan Vadawanker. I'm Kenton Larson. Don't let the force hit you in the ass. Station to pick up the power converter.